Well, so uh, we're here with another uh, episode of The Christian Artist. Uh, this one's about uh, dating and relationships, I guess. Oh, my Do we have goodness. a good cold open for that? What? Angel just had a baby! Oh, yeah, just Angel and Ashley had a oh baby! <laughs> wow! That's topical. Excitement is really thrilling. <laughs> I know. Wow. It's not like Connor already learned that like hours ago. I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited about that uh, enthusiasm there. Was that good? Yeah. Good <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. Fun. Good job. Good job. Perfect. This is the Christian artist honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And my name is Carly. We are here once more to talk about really? all the things that you need to know. What do you need to know? How to date people. So that's what we're here <laughs> to give you uh, <laughs> that knowledge. Because uh, you know, all of us are a, very okay. definitely experts okay. here. We should start a how-to. We should start a how-to series. Because the next one we're going to do is about how to witness at an abortion clinic. Is what I'm planning okay, on. Sure, doing. yeah, I can I can change the eventual title of this to be how to date people, date people. how to date people, <laughs> or just how to date, how to date friends and influence people. <laughs> no, <clears throat> no, 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 because it's it's a play on the whole how to make friends and influence I people. I don't thing. care, Caleb. It's dumb. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. Carly, you like cringed. <laughs> you were like, ow, like wow. How dare you? Okay. So, uh what do you think, guys? What uh words of wisdom can we give the, the listeners about dating? Well, okay, so let's just talk about like so I, I let let's let's address like why is there a problem? Like why do we need to address this? Right. Because like what is what is go ahead Christians don't know how to date people <laughs> <laughs> that's true. true yeah For yeah that's part. true yeah um like like to be fair I've never dated anyone either so right yeah I'm very ignorant of what it's actually like but right yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's obviously it's a very it's something that most Christians don't know how to do um now yes, i granted yeah, i feel like very true it is i granted i feel like most most unbelievers don't know how to how to date right until, <laughs> until they've done it enough times and then they kind of figure it out but at that point they've already destroyed so many things about their their heart and maybe their virginity that they've already they've already screwed up so bad that it's now even like like it's not the same anymore mm -hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's an issue, but, uh, um, another, another problem that I think, I don't, I don't know if we can all agree on this or not, but I think that that whole idea of like, okay, we both know that we like each other, but like, we're not going to actually date yet. We're just going to kind of have like this in-between little phase where we just kind of like watch each other from afar and just kind of like each other, but like, we're not actually dating yet. You know I've come I mean? to not like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. I, I'm, 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 okay. I'm glad that you're on because because you did that, Caleb. I, I did, did that and I regretted it. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I why? Why is this a thing? I just just, just date each other. Right, Come on. Right. Either just date each other 
but if you don't, it just destroys the friendship right. because you, you have so much pent up emotion that you just can't, that and, you and can't talk to each other anymore. Yeah. There's so much you can't relate to each other. You're trying to figure yeah. out what the other person is feeling, what the other person is thinking, yeah. how you can treat each other and, and have it not mm-hmm. be weird and embarrassing and, and have it not like start a public rumors and stuff like that, you know? Um, so, and then of course, I mean, uh, Christian couples go way too far usually sexually um, more yeah. often than not, I think, because of various reasons. Um, so including stupidity. Well, yeah. So there's all of these issues. So that's why I think it's, it's a, it's a good thing um, to address. And it's been something I've been thinking a lot about lately. Um, something I've learned a lot about in the past couple of years. Um, so yeah. Mhm. 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 Well, there you go. I guess that's our episode, guys. Um Yeah, well, so there's <laughs> problems, but I don't know how to solve. No. Uh actually, it's funny cuz Stacy um this morning at work was telling me about um this book that her church staff is all reading um about the Generation Z and how it's just about the problems of Generation Z with no solutions and it's all doom and gloom with like no hope like like basically yeah we can't fix this like we can't figure out how to and and it's it's such a like a dispensational kind of viewpoint right of like well you know things just gonna get worse and worse we can't really fix the culture and I thought that was very interesting and I was talking with Stacy about that and she was like yeah I think like she she agreed with like all of my like post-millennial like yeah we can do better and things are better than they were in the days of the apostles, you know, and all that stuff. So I thought that was interesting to point out a little bit irrelevant, but um, yeah, I mean, but let's, let's kind of talk about, okay. Another reason why dating uh, right is so important is because, you know, as post-millennial Christians who, who, literally made a podcast about how to glorify God in their art. We think that dating is not this, like this, this thing that needs to be discarded. Like, okay, this thing is something that the culture has created. And so we'll just discard right. it. Go right, back right, to right, right, right. Yeah. Everyone or, needs to have arranged marriages and courtships. Right, yeah. No, <laughs> or, or the other side of that is, well, we can't fix this. Um, this is just something that people do, you know, kids are going to date. Um, you know, it's not a very Christian thing, but we can't really fix it. Um, and if you try to tell kids how they can fix it, like they're not going to listen. So, so there are two extremes here. What a post-millennial Christian who, you know, reads their Bible and sees that we're supposed to be salt and light, um, is like, no, like we should change stuff. You know, we should change the culture. We should use these things that are neutral, like the idea of dating, and we should use it as a means to glorify God and take these things, clean them off, make them new, breathe life into them um, through wisdom and scripture, which is where wisdom comes from and, you know, use them to the glory of God. So that's obviously important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're not, Mm -hmm. we're not going to say that like, Oh yes. As post-millennial Christians, we're going to look at all of the arts and, every other sphere of life, our work lives and everything and say, yes, we can be salt and light in these areas, but oh, that awkward dating area right. over there, we're not going to touch that. That's, right. that's not redeemable. Right. Like that would be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And and right. really, let's let's think about what dating is slash should be, right? Like if if people are talking about this and like, no, you should just court people or wh- whatever the idea is, right? Like let's not we can't well, let's, date. Let's define our terms then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So d- I guess dating would be uh, uh, being in a romantic, romantic relationship with someone before you're married, um, not to the extent obviously of uh, doing things you'd only do when you're married but specifically uh basically like a testing period to find out if you should get married right seeing if you guys are compatible spending time together getting to know each other in a one-on-one fashion and so did you want to define like courtship and all that stuff too uh yeah i think we should um like definition of dating like if you just go up and in the dictionary like just the first thing that the google says is uh go out with someone in whom one is romantically or sexually interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 That's so basically I, that, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, wait, did you just find again? Yeah, that's, that's the dictionary definition of, okay. of dating, okay. which you would Google. Got it. Right, so as opposed to courtship, which would be, um, uh, I mean, I guess, like, the family is much more involved. That's that's yeah. what the idea, yeah. at least, of courtship is supposed to be, where it's it's more like the family is kind of, deciding whether or not this guy would be good for their daughter more mm-hmm. than the two individuals kind of deciding if they're good for each other um i i agree with that the the d- definition the dictionary definition it says a period during which a couple develop a romantic relationship especially with a view to marriage but like um, in, in I specific agree i i agree no i agree i think that's how we should define that mm-hmm yeah, and so I think I think it's important not to just immediately like dismiss the idea of dating because it's as you were saying, right? Because it's secular or whatever. I mean, I I don't know if you can call dating secular necessarily, but uh, it's it's a bit more ambiguous than that. But um, obviously, in a good situation, in an ideal situation, obviously the family should be involved in a potential marriage relationship, mm-hmm. and like a guy should certainly you know, seek the approval of the girl's family uh, and not just, like, blow off their opinions. Um, but especially when, like, say say these are, um, like... I would say, in- I, just, just to yeah. specify our terms, rather than seeking the approval of their family, desire the blessing of the family, rather than mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. do these things to earn the approval of them. Yeah, yeah. Rather, rather to make sure that they approve of what yeah and that's what i meant yeah i I know that's what Mm -hmm. you meant but just for their audience just to make sure we clarify that Mm -hmm. um now you've you you keep interrupting me so i keep i'm sorry train of thought um oh yeah obviously an ideal situation that's what what should happen um but i can think of many situations in which that would maybe wouldn't necessarily be a necessary thing or even a good thing um right if oh, there's, yeah, if there's bad yeah. family relationships then i mean mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need to to yeah. seek the blessing of a family if they're just not a good family um but then also if we just have like say there's two adults that are in their 20s and they're getting married or they're you know, dating or whatever and they're they're thinking of getting married i mean they can make their own decisions right like they don't need to necessarily like the, the guy doesn't need to like be like every step of the way be just like all right is is you know i gotta you know be on the same track with like her dad and make sure that all these things are like right like there's a there's a level of separation um that maybe happens uh, a lot of the time right like in in those sorts of situations 
Um, and so just just saying like you should always court people and it's not necessarily a helpful way of talking about this. In the, in the sense of making sure their family is involved in the situation. Right. Yeah. Or, or just in a situation where maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's just, doesn't, it's just, it's, it's an unnecessary step where it's just like, these are two individuals that are in a right. relationship and maybe their family is like in they're, another they're, part of the world yeah. or whatever. Or, right. Like you know, they're in their thirties. Exactly. You know? Like at that point, <laughs> like, am, is the yeah. guy going to like every, every day, like, uh, pick up, the daughter from the their his, her family's house and all this stuff yeah. right like no and so a lot of the those sorts of um ideals and like thoughts about like courtship in that specific sense come from a era where people got married much earlier than they yeah. do today and so obviously if you if it's a, sex, a 16 year old girl who is like being courted to be married by this guy, of course her dad's going to make sure that like, mm-hmm. of course the family's going to be involved and in all this stuff, right. In a very much more intimate way than, than yeah. usually happens today. Um, I think I don't, yeah. And I think those, those terms as dividing lines are unhelpful because they, they put a weird and false dichotomy between the way that these things work. I don't think you need to, pit them against each other obviously if you're interested in someone romantically you should want to be a part of their family yeah like if if it's a good situation and like all that uh of course you should be and you want to make sure that they approve of you and all that stuff so so Um, so now that we've talked about all this i think what mm -hmm. what needs to be said is like in in dating relationships and stuff like that there are so many specific situations that could be different that is going to change kind of the, the way things work. Just, I mean, go back to episode seven, our, our conversation about morality, right? Each, each specific situation has its own right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And we can't just paint everything with broad brushes. So I think rather than saying, these are all the rules, let's say these are the principles and these principles need to be applied in every aspect. And if these principles are followed, that's, that's yeah. where you should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a good way of of approaching it um, um so so i think especially just so we're on the topic of like family um i think that especially nowadays any type of dating relationship should be public hmm. it should not be private it should not be it shouldn't be a secret that these two people are involved uh but even more than that the less that they can make it about those two going off and doing their own thing, the better in the sense of like, Oh, we're going to go and hang out and be alone, you know? And uh, you know, that's our relationship. We're going to go do fun things by ourselves. That's dangerous. I think obviously in a dating relationship, you need to be alone to talk through things and to discover things about your, your potential partner that you you know, you need to know. And, to and you wouldn't discover in a more public setting. Yeah, exactly. Because, because you're, you're literally letting down your guard and saying, yeah. these, these are the things that I need you to know mm-hmm. before going into this. These are things that I've done in my past, you know, uh, you know, th- these are the things that I really fear about this relationship. These are the things that I'm really looking forward to. All, the, all those types of things are necessary conversations that should be happen, should happen privately. But I think in, in, in dating relationships where it's, the, the really the relationship is just two people going off and doing things by themselves that are fun and dandy 
is not only isolating good friends that you should have, but it's, it's unhealthy and it's unsafe because you can very easily then start doing things that is crossing a line that you wouldn't do in front of other people, which is the big kicker. If you wouldn't do this in front of your friends or their family or your family, that's when you should start to think, okay, is this right? I think that principle really applies to all aspects of life that nothing should be a secret. I always, I always say like, if, if, if it, if you, uh, if you don't want people to know about it, if you don't want it to be public, if you don't want people to find out, you shouldn't have done it. You know, like, I mean, just, just going through like John three, you know, uh, they didn't come to the light for a fear that their work should be exposed, but those, you know, that, that people do come to the light so that their works will be exposed. Like, like the, the righteous come to the light so that their works will be exposed. Like they want that. They want to be checked, I think is, is like the, the proper term. And I, I'll go to John three and, and, you know, read it real quick. But I think that's a, I think that's something that, is important to talk about. Um, and I mean, just Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is so much about like secrets and, you know, uh, what you say in, in the quiet room will be proclaimed on the rooftops, like, you know, right. don't do things in secret that you wouldn't want to be exposed. Um, so like John three eighteen, he who believes in him is not judged. He does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. So they want their deeds to be exposed because they want to see, want people to see that, hey, we're doing the right thing. We're, you know, God has, has been blessing us with mm -hmm. being able to do the right thing in this. And so, like, I think that's a super helpful principle to follow, especially in a dating relationship, um, physically is, you know, like, like I, my serious plan is when, when I get into a dating relationship is Angel and Jared get to know everything that I do. Um, one-on-one -on -one with her. Hey, we talked about this, you know, not, not saying specifics, but like, we talked about this thing. We're working through this thing. Um, you know, we held hands, we, whatever so that everybody is aware so that if they think, Hey, I think you went too far. I think you should have done this. I think this is whatever they can just say it. And I think that's super, I think that's super important. Do you have any particular insights or thoughts, Carly? <laughs> Not thus far. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you have vast uh, knowledge of, of dating relationships. <laughs> Yeah. You're 17 years <laughs> of singleness. Hey, did you listen to the Bodie Bauckham series, though? The marriage yes. series? You well, there you go. I mean, you know more than most people. <laughs> I mean, for real. Though. I mean, that was, wasn't that like a huge game changer? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had been raised on a lot of that. And then, like, some of the stuff was really new to me. And then some of the stuff I was like, I never had a reason for why that was good mm -hmm. until he explained that right. to me. <laughs> like, like, that was so cool. Um, my, my, my favorite part was how he trains his, his son to be good to his sister, to treat his sister right. like, yeah. like a gentleman should so that the girl will never be 
uh, deceived or taken away by some punk guy who doesn't treat him right because mm-hmm. she'll be like, my little brother treated me better than you did, than yeah. you do. So there's no way I'm going for you. Like, I know how I should be treated. I know what I'm worth kind of a thing. And I was like, that is so good. <laughs> and, and like, I want to explain to like all of the children that like at kids camp, I, I was talking to some of the kids about that. I was like, this is why you treat a girl with respect. This is why you treat a girl, you know, good. Well, you know, because no punk guy is ever going to take her away and deceive her. I literally told some like second grade kid that and he was like, huh. <laughs> I think you've already plugged that before, but you should plug it again on this episode so that people can go find it. The Vodibacum Marriage yeah. Series. Yeah. I literally just type in Vodibacum Marriage and it's three hours and 15 minutes, the YouTube video is. Um, and it's four sessions. Um, just watch all four. It's amazing. Um, talks about marriage, talks about parenting, talks about dating, talks about, you know, fatherhood and, and, and like how he teaches his kids certain things, how important, like, like how, how, uh, uh, how we hate kids in our culture, but even in the Christian church, how we hate kids and how that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, and how like children are a blessing and stuff like that. So just all sorts of things that are all really good. And he, and he gives, he, uh, the last two lessons are specifically giving, um, women like he must be mm-hmm. and for the men it's I must be and then he goes okay now women I must be and men she must be mm-hmm. and just kind of like what must the other person be for me to pursue a relationship um, I think that's super good too and you know one of them is she must be submissive and people hate that <laughs> and, and, and he, he he said all right I'm gonna get it out in the open because I'm not scared <laughs> she must be submissive and he's like I, this is this is what the bible says yeah. you know it's like <laughs> i am and he said he said i am the head of my household not because i'm bigger not because i'm louder because the bible says so and it stops right here and i was like dang this guy's a man <laughs> yeah it was really good anyway um Let's get back on the topic of dating. Yeah. <laughs> but no, for real, I would seriously mm-hmm. suggest that, that yeah. like above anything else. Definitely. More than yeah, this episode. Accountability is really good. No, I meant like, I would suggest the Vodibacum. Oh, the Vodibacum series. Yeah. Over listening to us. You, well, you, you, you said now back to what we were talking yeah. about and yeah, then <laughs> didn't go back to what you're talking about. I know. Okay. I know. Right. So yeah, so right. accountability right. is obviously very important. Yeah. I think it should be aware of what you do mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody have any place to go from that? Otherwise, I, I do. Yeah, take it away. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. <laughs> Again, very limited knowledge. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um. But just let us know if you agree or disagree. Yeah. Um. So then the other one that I was talking to you guys a little bit about, I think, is just super important. Is that a lot of times in the church, we kind of treat a dating relationship like practice for marriage rather than training for marriage and what i mean by that is instead of um knowing that this will eventually become a marriage relationship and hoping that will eventually be not to say it will but hoping it will eventually become a marriage relationship and you gotta try to learn about this other person to figure out if you would be compatible in a marriage relationship because that's the point of dating is to eventually be married to this person um rather than treating it like you're already married 
like the commitment that you made when you were dating and gave your heart to somebody, now you have to kind of treat it like a marriage, which means you can't break up because that's divorce. You got to try to work mm -hmm. it out no matter what, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I can't really think of any other examples right now, but uh, I, I mean, I think that's a big one. Yeah, I really guess. Among Christian yeah. couples because they have so much emotional investment into someone mm -hmm. and then they think, well, I can't break up because and then I'm being unfaithful. I got to kind of work it out because I, I guess I guess the question we kind of ask ourselves is what would I do if we were married? And that's a dumb question to ask. Yeah, because you're not. You're not yeah. <laughs> You know, if you were married, and, there would be a million things different about the situation yeah, yeah. you're currently in. Yeah, and and also, the reason you're not married yet is because you don't trust each other yet enough to be married, right? Like, because yeah. if you did, you'd, you'd get married, married and stop yeah. screwing around, right? <laughs> um, but uh, Mike dropped can't, for she the can't say people. amen. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta say ouch. Yeah. Um, or oof. Or, or oof, as Carly says. Oh, oof. <laughs> oof I'm gonna, I'm also start, we will accept both. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I just preached a sermon on Saturday night for our church, and I, I immediately and it said, was great. Oh, thank you. Uh, okay. The very one of the very first things I said was, you know, uh, my nickname at this church from the pastors is John the Baptist. And if you know anything about John the Baptist, you might be a little worried about the sermon tonight. <laughs> but I just encourage you that if you can't say amen, you ought to say ouch. And so I, I, now I want to start saying, if you can't say amen, you ought to say oof. <laughs> you gotta, you want to say oof yeet. No. no. <laughs> That's just a me and Chase thing. We don't say it otherwise. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, sorry, I forgot about that. Chase is probably cringing in the other room. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. So I, so I think that's just a super important one. Is you know, if if things don't work out right, and and you start to think. Oh, there's these red flags. It's, it's not compromise and suck it up. That's what you do in a marriage. In a dating relationship, something goes wrong. You get a red flag from somebody. You talk it out and say, hey, I don't like this. You know, I think this is wrong. Uh, like, like, I'm worried about this. You know, something like that. You're in a marriage relationship. You can still talk about it, but divorce isn't an option. Mm -hmm. You're, I mean, you're going to work it out unless it's in terms of sexual immorality or there's some sort of abusive relationship where they're breaking their vows that they made to you, then that's different. But it's also um, still a last resort. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but in a dating relationship, you there find no out vows. that, right. There are, there were no vows. You find out that they have no problem with blasphemy. That's a huge issue. Yeah. You know, they say, Oh my God all the time. And you're like, I don't like this. I don't want to be with a person who says stuff like this. You know, this is a problem. Uh, where are they gonna have to work this out or break up? You know, like that should happen. And I feel like mm -hmm. Christians are too afraid to talk about things like that. I know I certainly a, was. Yeah, right. It mm -hmm. is. A, it is a sensitive, like I gave you my heart kind of situation. Yeah. Um. And so I don't want to like you. Well, I'm more like you gave me your heart kind of situation. So yeah. I don't want to break you. Um. And so obviously everything needs to be done with gentleness. But it's like no, get this out. Uh. You know that you know i have a problem with this situation i'm gonna say it and i think that kind of needs to be addressed before you start dating is hey you don't like something about me we're gonna talk about it because i don't want to yeah. get into a marriage relationship to find out that you hate certain things about me right. mm -hmm. or think that certain things about me are wrong and you never said anything mm -hmm. it's like that's mm -hmm. that's dumb you know that that shouldn't that shouldn't yeah. happen 
Um, and I, I mean, I also just think that, especially in a dating relationship, rebuking each other is important. Um, that if, if I have a problem with something that my uh, boyfriend or girlfriend is, is doing, that I shouldn't be like, oh, well, I really like them, so I'll let it slide. Yeah. You know, uh, no, you really like them, so you're going to make sure that you say something because it bothers you and you love them. And if you think it's sin, you go to your brother one on one and tell them their fault. Right. Matthew 18, 15. So mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, we, that doesn't change. Church discipline doesn't disappear when you start into a dating relationship and you start to have feelings. You know, that's, that's that's why church discipline doesn't happen is because of feelings you put dating relationship in there that gets even harder so it's a must and i think that's something that needs to be talked about before going into it so any Mm -hmm. other thoughts on Mm -hmm. that yeah i mean i think it's just really important to know that you can break up that it's not like it's not the end of the world. It's not, and it's not, yeah, it's not the end of the world. With that and happens. if it is the end of the world, then you probably then gave you, too much of yourself. Yeah. You put <laughs> way too much yeah. stuff in that yep. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Either it's an idol or you went way too far sexually. Mm-hmm. And now it's, I'm, I'm connected to this person and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something that I've kind of thought about a lot because I've never, I've never have been in a dating relationship, but I've, I've obviously thought a lot about like, you know, what kind of person would I allow to date me? What kind of person would I want to date? Um, I've, I've had to think like, you know, they have to believe certain things about the Bible. They have to be strong on core Mm -hmm. theological issues. You know, they have to actually get the gospel right Yeah, and stuff like that. So there's, there are things that um, going into a relationship you should definitely even if you feel like you like a person if you know something about them that's like (laughs) very different from you and you know that it's not going to work in a dating or a marriage relationship then you definitely shouldn't like go into a relationship with that person um and even things like um i mean this can change but things like oh i know that person doesn't want kids and i really want kids like that's a big thing that you need to think about and like i think vody bakum talked a little bit about that in his series where like a little bit yeah Yeah. there was like a married couple and like the guy didn't want kids or something and the woman really wanted kids and like she thought that he was just gonna eventually change and want kids and Mm -hmm. then she was older and she like really wanted a kid and he was like why did you marry this person if he didn't want a kid um and so stuff like that is is really important to think about um Mm -hmm. also especially like uh in reference to kids like views on baptism and stuff like that's kind of a big deal yeah Um, especially because of kids right yeah Yeah. i i I watched a um canon press does videos with uh douglas wilson where they Mm -hmm. ask him questions and he kind of expounds upon the answer that he would give and why he would give that based on scripture and everything. And so there was an episode of um, this, I think it's just called Ask Doug, um, where someone asked, like, if if you have two partners that are in a marriage relationship and they have different views on baptism, like what happens then? And his answer was, you know, if, um, if the man has a view on baptism that's different than the woman, then the woman should 
be able to submit to the man on that in a marriage relationship. But if you're in a dating relationship and you realize that this person has a different view of baptism, you know, in a marriage relationship, you probably wouldn't divorce over that because yeah, that's not one of the things that the Bible allows yeah. divorce you, for. You yeah. definitely shouldn't. It's not salvific. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. But, but in a dating relationship, that's something that you need to at least talk about (laughs) and like go to scripture on and be like here's why i believe this and if we were to get married and have kids this is what i would want for our kids yeah and you should be able to talk about that and if you can't reconcile that you probably shouldn't be in a relationship with that person anymore yeah so there there are certain issues that you should definitely be constantly thinking about when when thinking about dating someone so and there's yeah. more there's more issues like that. I just those are the prominent ones in my mind. Yeah. Um I, I remember you posting something on your Facebook or Twitter at some point and and saying that you were interested in this guy, but you knew that there were theological issues that he he differed with you on, and so you knew that it would never work out. And so you said I a couple of years ago I probably wouldn't have been wise enough to do this, say this, but like I I don't want this man now because right. I know his theological stance and I so (laughs) very proud of you for that. And, and I mean, now I would look back on, you know, other guys that I've liked in the past and be like, why did I ever even like them? Because I think about that all the time. (laughs) Because now I look back and I'm like, I would, if I was looking at them now and seeing them now, I would never even think about that because I would just see so many differences and think, no there's no like even if i liked them that's not gonna happen so yeah. turns <laughs> out think... your hormones start to fade <laughs> and you start to see more clearly right. as you get older i would say there are two things there i think one of them is that i think one of them is you know you you started having feelings for this person you started having you know like desires for this person uh and that's why it kind of clouded your judgment but I think also part of it is just sanctification. Yeah, yeah sanctification. Yeah, you know, I, I, a year ago, my sanctification is totally different than it is now. Mm-hmm. And I think, it's, like, especially for me in terms of a dating relationship, especially for me a year ago, is totally different. Totally different. Um, so I think, that's a, I think that's a big thing is rather than being like, you know, why am I, why was I so stupid with this guy? It's like, well, yeah, but also you have to think about why was I so stupid with this thing a year ago? Yeah. Right. Sanctification. I didn't, I, yeah. either I didn't know better yet, or I was being stubborn with God mm-hmm. and I wasn't confronted with this yet. You know, it, it could be whatever. So I think not, not to use a cliche term and give grace to yourself. Cause I think that's, stupid. <laughs> um, but to give grace to other people in mm-hmm. those situations where it's like, why was this why did this guy like her? Like what? <laughs> I think that's important, you know, to be like, yeah. you know, to, at least to look back and be like, he figured it out, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's kind of what we can let ourselves have is, okay, we did figure it out. We didn't let it go this far. We figured it out. And yeah, we were stupid, you know, maybe it, it you know, it had consequences. It hurt, but I figured it out and I'm better for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one point where I had to Um, I was talking with a friend and they were basically just starting this relationship with this person. And um, my friend was a Christian. And so I said, you know, but are they a Christian? 
because mm-hmm. they were talking about this person and I was like, but are they a Christian? Mm-hmm. And I remember that my friend said, well, technically, yeah. And I'm like, technicalities don't work here. Like, <laughs> first of all, no one's technically a Christian. Yeah. Um, you're either a Christian or you're not. Yeah. And second of all, especially in this kind of context of a dating relationship, if you are a Christian and you're dating someone that's not, then you I mean, that's sinning. not going to work as a marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You are, you in are sin. sinning. And yeah, if you if you continue to do that and you eventually get married, I mean, like the Bible Don't forbids divorce that. them. And but, yeah, but, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's especially if you knowingly like you know that the Bible forbids um you to be um unequally yoked, a believer yeah. with an unbeliever in that kind of relationship, and you knowingly go along with it anyway, that is sin. And, and there'd be serious consequences if yeah. you have kids. Yeah, exactly. And um, thankfully there is grace that the Bible gives for that. Yeah. There is grace where God is able to say like the children will be blessed by the believing parent and right. the unbelieving spouse will be blessed by the believing spouse. But still, if you, especially if you knowingly go mm-hmm. into that kind of thing, that is sin on your part. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. it's important for Christians to understand Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. But I also think it's important to know that Romans 6, how shall we who die to sin still live in it? Yeah that although right. this this sin does not make you lose your salvation but it is sure evidence that you're not saved and so to mm-hmm. take things like that seriously and always have to go back to the gospel and check yourself when you especially a sin like that where you spent years with an unbeliever yeah. and you know either you didn't have the discernment to notice and they weren't trying to deceive you and you're like wow like how did i not notice that this person was just not a christian it should have been so obvious or it's just, yeah, I, I knew they weren't a Christian and I just thought it was okay. And I just always put it off my mind. Like that's a serious, serious sin that you've just committed. And, you know, to check yourself on that and repent. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, does not mean that you divorce her. Yeah. Or him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think on this topic, uh, something that uh, I had to learn and uh, Carly, I remember you being here in, in Wisconsin and me telling you about this idea that I had. Right. Um, did I already tell you about this? I think so. Um, just the idea that uh, like any type of Bible study or any type of like, uh, you know, spiritual, like one-on-one, like we're going to learn about about God together, I think is really stupid in a dating relationship because unless unless you're learning about dating you know like hey let's go through a book about dating and how we should like that makes sense um but but any type of like hey let's sit down and have a bible study together or you make you make your personal devotion to god be more with this person that's again treating it like Hmm. a marriage Hmm. when it should be not that way that you you should want you should be able to see them grow without you and if they're not growing without you that's a huge sign of this person not being a christian and so you shouldn't, you know, go along with that. Yeah, because you aren't one flesh yet. You're, yeah, you're not one flesh yet. And the huge problem is, is if you break up, then there's this huge part of you that mm. was devoted and learning yeah. 
theological yeah. thing or you did so much growth spiritually with this person and now that you break up you you feel like this this whole everything you've learned to this person is now tainted because maybe it was a bad breakup and now you don't like them and so you're starting to think what if their theology was messed up and i just kind right. of believe them and and now like you have this huge issue where your your relationship with god is harmed because your relationship with this person was so closely knit with your relationship with God. And that should only happen in a marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. And so uh, just another thing, oh, another, another way that you can treat uh, dating like marriage when you shouldn't mm -hmm. um, is you get too emotionally and spiritually connected to somebody. Because if it does break, if you do break up, which is perfectly fine in a dating relationship, if you haven't gone too far on some of these things where then it becomes messy, then it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, there are serious consequences to that and so that was just something that i i actually experienced not not and like a, a couple of things i wasn't in a dating relationship but i was kind of in that like in between like we'll figure it out later you know um but until then we like each other and we want to stay you know uh you know connected while you're you're on at college kind of a thing and so we'll just kind of do this thing and it 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 became my bible study time and then it was like, I'm, I'm more like giving devotion to this person than I am to God. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, this is, this is messed up. And I kind of recognized it and I'd had a bad feeling about it going into it. And so I was like, Hey, like, what do you think about this? And I asked her about it. And she was like, Oh, I think that's great. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like I thought, I thought, you know, you might not feel as comfortable about this as I do. Cause I don't. Like, I like the idea, but something about it doesn't feel right. And then I got into it. I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> like, I really screwed up. Um, and that, I mean, that, that, had, that had consequences. And it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't fun. Um, and, it, and it's, again, like, the idea that I had was, like, uh, a journaling Bible, where then I would write things down, and then, and, and she would write things down, and then we'd switch. And then we'd be able to learn from each other. And there's nothing wrong with learning about God from one another, but it became this, it became too connected and it became too, too much of our, too personal for us that it became a problem. Um, and the idea that I had was like when Angel and Ashley got married, I had the idea of like, oh, like what if we got them like a journaling Bible? And I think, actually, I think I might've gotten that idea from Pastor Gabe Hughes and Becky Hughes. Yeah, you did got that when they got married is they had a journaling bible together um just just one bible and they had a journaling bible together and they were able to do that and so my thought was like oh like that's really cool and and dating should be about marriage so like what if there were two journaling bibles and then if slash when we got married then we'd we'd you know had just have one journaling bible and that'd be really cool and it's like no because it's because dating is not marriage and that's that's the issue that we have as as a culture i honestly i feel like i feel like that's a great sermon title dating is not marriage <laughs> yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i think that's good good advice yeah just be uh, like aware of that and be be um very cautious about mm -hmm. um yeah making your spiritual growth um dependent or reliant on this other person rather than between you and the lord and and you just with your local church in general right like right. Yeah. yeah obviously you should be learning from other people and having bible studies with other people and yeah. learning with your local church but if 
if it becomes like this is my main focus is just right with this other person when you don't know yes. if you're gonna marry them yet then yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with being in a bible study with that person as long as it's just not you two yeah. like that's that's when it becomes a problem um you should be in bible studies together you should be able to see the other person of how they react to different things um and and what they believe about things you gotta you gotta figure that stuff out um, but I think it's, it's healthier to do it in a group setting because yeah. you're not one mm-hmm. flesh and it should be treated like that. Right. So, yeah. Any other, any other thoughts on that idea? we got, so far we've got two points, I think, right. It's dating is not marriage was the second one. And the first one was, you know, nothing should be private. Right. You know, if, if, if it's a secret, if you if you want it to be which a secret, goes hand in hand with with your second one because if if you have something like that like your relationship with god that privatized with that one person yeah you're also not you know you're not really devoting yourself to the body of christ the way you should be right so man when oh, you said privatized yeah. all i could think of was like <laughs> capitalism like oh, it was yeah. really hard to think of anything else <laughs> yeah and then i was just like ah yeah privatization (laughs) is awesome yeah that that kind of brings me to my uh third point okay well i'm sorry carly what did you just say i had it um that if you're devoting that much time to that one person you're not being in the body of christ as much yeah um i think i think something i i had to learn as well is if someone takes you away and, and, and the thing is is like i knew this and then I kind of screwed up because I was spending so much time trying to figure out how to work out this dating relationship with somebody that it took me away from ministry that I could have been doing mm-hmm. because I was so stressed out about how to figure all this out that I stopped doing ministry for a while because I just, I, I was like, I don't feel like I'm in a good place. I feel always stressed out. And so I just need a break kind of a thing. And I, I had, I had told people this before. It's like, if, if, if you get in a dating relationship and they take you away from ministry, instead of getting you into more ministry, then that's a problem. Like you, if you get into a dating relationship with somebody, they should be like, Hey, I do this thing in ministry. You know, you should come join me or vice versa. So that, um, yeah. Yeah. So that you guys can do ministry together, but you're doing it as the body of Christ. You're doing it with the local church. You're doing it together, but not alone together. Um, and just that idea of like, if, if someone ever takes you out of ministry, if you have to, you have to take yourself out of ministry to be in a relationship with somebody, that's a really bad sign, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Not only should that person be comfortable with the type of ministry you do, um, if they are able to do it, like they should be supportive of it, Mm -hmm. whether it's, they come and help you or, you know, maybe they can't help you. um, And and they support you in some other way. Like they should approve of that and, and be like, yeah, like, I mean, people in the body of Christ in the local church should do that anyway. Yeah. You know, they should be supportive of other ministries that they're not involved in. Um, but especially if you're in a dating relationship with someone, you shouldn't have to give up that ministry in order to be in a relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think that, uh, mm-hmm. I think that, obviously like especially for you know like a couple like your main ministry becomes to each other and to your kids in a marriage relationship but while you're dating you have an option to be like 
no, I don't want to be with that person because they don't like evangelism. You know what I mean? Like, like, like they, they don't have a concern for lost souls. Like that's a, like, they're not saved. If someone doesn't care about, about souls going to hell, they're not saved plain and simple. So if someone has a problem with you being in evangelism, it's like, like, Whoa, you know, I mean, other ministries might not be as, as crucial because maybe they have a biblical reason and maybe, maybe you even find out, Hey, yeah, actually this ministry that I'm in, it's actually not really that important. Maybe because it's not about the gospel, it's not evangelistic. And so it's like, what's the point, you know, but, uh, I think a, a, just a great rule of thumb is if they take you out of ministry rather than pushing you forward more in ministry, and that's a huge sign as well. Mm-hmm. That, nope, it's, let's get out. <laughs> and yeah. Any other thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't think of anything jumping off that necessarily off the top of my head um yeah i mean i think it's just it's generally a good idea to i if if and if, if we've said anything in this podcast we want you to take away it's that dating is not marriage that's what, yeah. we, want you to, that's what we want you to learn um yeah i mean i i just think that's really important and i think i've 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 learned a lot over the years of of making sure you have those right priorities kind of set in in your mind that even though obviously the goal should be marriage and you shouldn't just go into a relationship if if you you've all willy-nilly yeah you shouldn't go into a relationship and then if someone asks you oh would you get married to them you'd be like eh like that's (laughs) you shouldn't get into a relationship with someone yeah yeah that's that's when you break up yeah i can't (laughs) see myself marrying them oh so you're breaking up like those are those are the kind of things we need to talk about and say to people you know we, we should we first of all we should not be uncomfortable talking about things like that like mm-hmm. hey how is this dating relationship go can you see yourself marrying them are you having sex like we should just ask questions like that that should be normal <laughs> especially with teenagers yeah you know yeah. you know like but hey uh you haven't had sex yet right just 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 to see their reaction uh-huh. you know <laughs> make them comfortable with talking about it because they should be able to be talking about it but, but um, let them know that they're going to keep you that we're, that yeah. we're going to keep them accountable. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm just going to ask you if you've been breaking God's law. Um, you, know, you know that you know that that one sin that that in the Bible that it says to run from. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that your feet are feeling fleeter. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. It's pretty funny, right? Yeah, it was, it was hilarious, Connor. Okay, thanks, buddy. Absolutely hilarious. Um. Yeah, and I, I mean, just being able to say things like, "Oh, so you're breaking up then, right?" And yeah. and just just confront people on things. Yeah. It's fun, right? It's really fun. And I think that older Christians should always ask questions like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we we have a problem of not wanting to get involved, which which condemns them. You know, because because we think that our dating relationship is super private. And we don't want to make them uncomfortable by asking them questions, especially if we we're like, we don't, I don't think that they want help. You know, I think that they've kind of made their own bed. I think they, they kind of want this relationship to go this way. Like, first of all, you don't know that for sure. Secondly, who cares what they want? What does the Bible <laughs> say? Yeah. So ask them questions. Older Christians should be like, you know, Hey, how is this going? What, what are you doing with this? You know, and, and should not be absent from that. And if it, if a couple is going off by themselves all the time and 
and they're ignoring their friends. I think of like, uh, I think of like the the newest Stra- uh, Stranger Things season. Right. Yeah. Really- no spoilers. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Oh right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Um. So so yeah, that's that's kind of just what I thought of. Is is like <laughs> dot dot dot. If you've watched it, you'll yeah. understand what Connor's saying. Yeah. 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 If if a, if a couple it leaves their friend group to right. be alone all the time, that's a mm-hmm. like no, <laughs> that's not how that's not how a church should work. Mm-hmm. No, they always, they always say it takes a village, it takes a church. <laughs> yeah, it takes a church. I think that's important. I think that people should be in support of this relationship. If it's just kind of like right. If, if most people resent you for the fact yeah. that you're in a relationship, like it's yeah. so, like obviously it shouldn't be private, but if it's so obvious that yeah. like people resent you for it, then there's an issue there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that uh, brings us to tip five is like, just because there aren't any red flags doesn't mean that there are green flags. Mm. Right. I think that's important mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if, if your only reasoning for wanting to date them is, I can, I can biblically date them yeah, without right. sinning. It's like that's not high, high recommendation right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, if 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 there aren't like valid like like I think that they're going to be a great mother. Like I think that they're going to to really take care of our kids. You know, I think they're really going to support me and my ministry and, and, and in life. Like, uh, those are the kind of things that you want to be able to say before you get into a dating relationship, before, before you like somebody, before you, mm-hmm. you make the conscious right. decision to pursue in a relationship with somebody and love somebody um, romantically. Uh, what, what is the eros? Eros is the Greek word eros, for, yeah. for love. I think, I mean, I think that's tip six. Use terms like that. <laughs> Use the Greek words for love, like straight up. Like, like, define what you mean by saying right. love. Like, straight up, be like, you know, I agape you, you know, or I eros you. Um, you know, I, how uh, how I feel about you. Like, the, that's that's how it needs to be said. You don't really have to use degree. <laughs> that's just that's just making me think. Like, that's making me think of like super like theology geek people. Yes. In a re- <laughs> yes. <laughs> just like whoever whoever says i love you first the other people just being like but what kind of love kind of <laughs> Arrows, Connor, and Caleb's mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was our dad folks um nice they're watching in the other room yeah they're having a they're having a watch party Is he eating corn? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's really good today. Anyway. Michael, I love you. Right You're corn and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think that's a huge... Caleb, are you watching the chat too? Just in case, because yep. I haven't... Okay. I haven't been watching that at all. Um I think I think that so. What was point five that we were talking about? Uh, green flag. You were talking about. Green, yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm You're just saying these are, these are your points, Connor. I'm just we're following along. 
<laughs> you have a problem with that? Nope. You should. If, if you want to speak up, you should say so. Yeah. All right, okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I think so. So point five, you know, just because there aren't any red flags doesn't mean that there are green flags and that should be a thing too. There should be, you should have high enough standards to where you want to date this person because they're awesome, not because they're passable. And I think, honestly, I genuinely think point six is define what you mean by love. Because I, you, like, you, you know how like you get into a dating relationship and it's like, I said, I love you at, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're a Christian. You didn't love them, but like, what, what are you like? <laughs> Like you didn't love them before. And, and like, you know, we use terms like, oh, I like them. Like, I like, like them. It's like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like we have such, we have such weird vernacular with Christian dating. I think that's a lot of where the confusion comes from is we don't it's know. How it's to own form of Christianese. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. Christian datingese, And it doesn't yes. make any more sense than the secular version. Yep. I, <laughs> I genuinely think just being honest with like, what you mean by your words because mm -hmm. you know i love you could mean i lust you like yeah. right, that's what yeah. that can mean or it's i'm romantically I, I romantically love you like like i want to pursue a relationship with you because i see us going somewhere and and like or it's just like yeah i want to have sex with you right now right yeah, yeah th like though that should be defined yeah and 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 couples should be honest about things like that of, of how i feel you know and uh agape love and thinking someone's a really cool christian does not mean you should be in a relationship if you're not attracted mm -hmm. to that person right so it's like it's like these are all things that need to be talked about um we need to define our terms and i think i think that's really important even just talking about dating and courting, you know, defining our terms of what is, what do these things mean? Um, that's a very important part of communication in general. So I think, I think defining what you mean by love is important. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? Do you guys have any tips of your own? I mean, I was going to, um, one of the things that I think we were going to talk about is a question that I asked a while ago that Connor, you said you had kind of figured out the answer to. So I'm curious oh. to hear what you say. Um, um, I, I don't remember like. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember what it was. How it, I worded it, but yeah, you can. So, so just the idea of like, should a girl uh, like be able to say, be able to take the first step in a dating relationship to be able yeah, to say, basically. hey like I, I i like you i'm romantically interested in you like like you know how do you want to go about this and but your reasoning right was well but the man should be you know the spiritual leader and so like i don't feel like i can take that so i think that just goes back to dating isn't marriage right I, genuinely yeah. i think that's that totally goes against that idea is if dating isn't marriage it's it's not women submit to men mm -hmm. it's it's wives submit to husbands yeah it's not girlfriends submit to boyfriends it's wives submit to husbands mm -hmm. so i think that that's irrelevant i think that you as a as a woman should make sure that he can be a leader you mm -hmm. should see that he is capable of leading your family you should you should know that you are capable of submitting to a guy like him 
um, whether it's because, you know, of something that involved in you or because you don't like how he does certain things and you're like, I couldn't submit to him on these things. Like, I think that's very important, mm-hmm. but I think that you shouldn't be submitting to him yet. Right. I mean, you shouldn't be making him take the lead on certain things be just because he's a guy. Mm-hmm. I think that there's, there's a certain level of that that's important just in the roles of men and women. But in terms of biblical submission, I don't think that women submit to men. I think that men take more of leadership role in church and that's good and that's important. And they do in the family as well, but you don't submit to him yet. Um, I would say really 0.7, which is something that Bodhi Bakum talked a lot about is that she must be submissive. And mm-hmm. to who though yet? Right. To her father. Yeah. I mean, that I think that's huge. Because if, if she's not submissive to her father, she's not going to be submissive to a husband. And that's just common sense. You know, it's, it's the same reason that, you know, mom and dad always taught us that um, how, a, how a guy treats his mom is how he's hmm. going to treat a girl in a romantic relationship. That's a huge sign of, of how, how they're going to treat uh, a woman is how they treat the women already in their life, in their family. Um, you know, whether that's an older sister or it's especially their sure, mom, sure. how they treat their mom, that's huge. So I think, I think that goes along the same way. Um, so, so I would say point seven is submission is not for uh, a dating relationship. Or no, that was kind of just already point two, but uh, like she should be submissive to somebody already. And the son should already be sacrificing, you know, for the important women in his life. He should treat women with respect. He should, you know, sacrifice certain things for them. He has those types of qualities because that's how men and women have roles in the church. But that level of submission, I I don't think you need to let him take the lead on things that he's not supposed to take the lead on yet. You're still, you're, you're, I, I don't want to use the term, equals but you're still on equal footing in the terms of submission and who's in charge in a dating relationship a a part of the marriage relationship is the woman saying i'm submitting myself to you i'm under your leadership and the guy is saying i will lead you in a godly manner like that that's a part of the like marriage vows is that whole idea you know so yeah so kind of off of that I don't remember if I actually brought this up or not, but the idea, how do we feel about the idea of, um, like, we've kind of talked about, we shouldn't just have this idea of dating that's like, oh, I like this person, and, like, on Sunday morning, I'll walk into the sanctuary and exchange a glance with them and, like, smile and wave, and that'll be my, like, you know my my like crush experience of the day and then we'll like just kind of float in this for a while until we actually like say something about it like we obviously don't think that's like (laughs) that's not how we should go about this kind of thing but should should it be the standard for um if someone likes someone and wants to pursue a dating relationship with them should the standard be going up to them and saying I like you and I want to pursue this relationship with you or should it be more like, I mean, obviously it's, it's not always like black and white, like 
you should just do this all the time but yeah, there's not a rule that's gonna blanket yeah. everything else but yeah i don't know kale what do you think gotta be honest was not listening to that part of the conversation <laughs> just gonna be I honest finally say things <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, heat. Ooh, heat. <laughs> um no basically carly is saying what should the standard be of okay two christians like each other like, that are really yeah like how that? should a dating relationship actually start what is the first step that people should take to actually begin this pursuit of a relationship i think i, I genuinely think just put yourself out there i think mm-hmm. that's i think it's really yeah i think you should know them enough to know that you you can like a dating relationship is possible i think i yeah. think you should know enough to know I, I think you should know enough to love them if that makes sense I think you should know enough that there are green flags where you're like, right, right. Yeah. Like this person is great. I think if there aren't like at least two green flags, you shouldn't, you shouldn't love them. Like that's a problem on your end. If, if you, if you romantically are interested in someone that you don't have great things to say about them yet. And I don't mean like, like, oh, I re- they're really funny and they're really, they're really, like, they really compliment my personality. You know, like that's like, I'm talking like biblical standards, like, like solid this- things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like this person actually knows what the gospel is and they share it with people right. on a regular basis. Like this person isn't afraid to, you know, stand up and, and say truth, even when other Christians don't even agree with them, you know, uh, like stuff, stuff like that, like stuff where you're like, dang, like who is this girl? You know? <laughs> um, I think that's important because if, if you're just dating someone that it'll work, you know, <laughs> that's bad. So I think the same thing where it's like, I'm going to put myself out here with this person because I think it'll work and I'm going to take my chances. <laughs> it's like, nah, it's not smart. No. Yeah. That's not yeah. smart. So I, I think that's, does that make sense? Yep. Caleb, do you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I think like we 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 don't have to like dance around this this initiation. Um, I don't I don't think, right? Like, and and, and this is this is coming from me. This is coming from me. Who that's literally all I did. Like, I I, I am the worst example of this. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't wait until the the five minutes before you're, the person you're interested in is going to leave for college to actually get up the guts to have a conversation about this. Right. Don't do it. It is a bad idea. If you are yeah. interested in someone and you uh, if, and, and you're confident that they're a godly person, ask them if they're interested in a dating relationship. Yeah, just do it. Like, and, and what is the worst thing and that's gonna it, happen? Say it like that. Don't don't be yeah. like, well, I kind of like you, and like, yeah, exactly. Just so be like, just hey, say, hey, you know, I've noticed that you're a, a godly Christian, and I really admire you, and uh, I'm just wondering if you would ever consider a dating relationship with me. Yeah. Like, is that, is that a thing that's on your radar? Like, is, you know, and I mean, I mean like yeah. tell them your green flags, like tell them like, like, this is why I think you're like top dog around here. Like, like that, that's the kind of things that should be said. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, you know, well, I kind of had these feelings for three, <laughs> you know, it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And, and again, like all of these are like, these are ideal situations, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, this is what you should be striving for. If you're in a relationship and you're like, ooh, like I'm doing all of these things. Don't, don't panic and like break up with someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
mm-hmm. you know, like just be like, all right, we haven't been doing these things right. I'm going to bring this up to him or her and we'll talk about this and, and consider these things and figure it out. Um, don't beat yourself down and, and feel like you've, you've just destroyed everything. And I think, I think, I think that's another really important point as well is let's say you have messed up in some area, whether it's sexually or emotionally or spiritually, you have messed up in some area and you do break up with that person or whatever. And and now you feel like you're damaged goods. Like what happened to the core of the gospel? Like, aren't you clothed (laughs) in the righteousness of Christ? Like, like your worth is not dependent now on what you do. If, if you're saved, obviously there'd be evidence. And so if you did some horrible things, you got to question your salvation. But if you're truly in Christ, there's therefore no condemnation. So yeah, I mean, I think that's important to say too, that no Christian is damaged goods in the eyes of God. You know, you might have a harder time with certain things and it might be more difficult now as a consequence of your actions, but you're not damaged goods. Nobody is. And quick plug, Sheologians released a episode today called what purity culture and hookup culture cannot give it's very good really? i highly recommend it yeah i've been looking at that i, oh, I am okay. so behind in all of my podcast listening but <laughs> really, I'm too, yeah. Out there. yeah it's off not exactly the same vein as this conversation but there's a lot of helpful things in there that, a lot of similarities yeah so it's very very good conversation okay cool interesting so yeah, any any other thoughts? Honestly, I feel like I I exhausted everything I've been thinking about. No, yeah, I think I think we covered a lot of the essentials and stuff. Um, yeah, don't beat yourself up if you've made mistakes. Um, just do better, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> just just take what you what you've learned and and don't make the same mistakes again. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So here's something. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like one of the one of the big problems that we have with with dating and stuff like that is there aren't verses that talk about dating right right Right? like like there are a ton of verses that talk about marriage and i think that's why we have problems getting into dating relationships is we're like where's the biblical counsel where's the step like (laughs) i am a single person i want to be a married person how do how do do this this? (laughs) um i think i think there is genuinely only one verse that i can think of as of now that i found yet that actually applies to dating not like not like you know who i think i think this verse in philippians about uh thinking pure thoughts is it's like no man that's not it's not what we're talking about um i think song of solomon genuinely uh song of solomon 8 4 this this phrase is used three different times in, in song of solomon and it, it's so cool and interesting because I, you know, I learned that Song of Solomon is like a play. It's like a musical that is is happening where like these different people have lines and there's like a choir and uh, like different characters and stuff like that. Super cool and interesting. And uh, three different times throughout the the course of the musical or whatever, the 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 woman, the main character, the main female lead, she like turns to the choir to the daughters of Jerusalem, and and says, "Do not arouse or awaken love." until it pleases right and I, I like like when i first read that i was like dang like that's really like like that i think is genuinely like where all dating relationship advice should start 
mm-hmm. is and the only verse that actually talk like the only verse I can find that actually addresses the topic of dating is is this this woman and this man having this amazing marriage relationship and they're talking about that and she turns and says I want you to swear O daughters of Jerusalem do not arouse or awaken love until it pleases like I think I think that's super important um and and we have a culture that is against that it's like Disney movies from the age of four the whole point of the movie is they fall in love at the end and it's like romance is romanticized that's a dangerous place to be you know and uh I mean even even just like sexuality and like everything is so permeated with it that we're okay with it we're okay with our kids watching certain things that like 20 years ago Christians would be appalled at Mm -hmm. and we're more and more okay with it which destroys people it destroys them when they get into dating relationships because they have all of these expectations about things they can't not think about sex in certain situations because of movies and tv shows that sexualizes everything between a man and a woman mm-hmm. that you know it's it's like it's like oh there's silence for 10 seconds that clearly means they're gonna now- start making out now yeah it's yeah. like it's like we we've we've destroyed so much and it's because we think that it's okay you know we think that watching these shows and 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 listening to these songs don't affect us and i think just to tie it back into art like that's what we do we we you know we think that all these things are okay and we don't talk about it we don't we don't say wow this is disgusting and horrible and i will never treat someone like this and we just keep lowering and lowering our standards because we like the shows and we like the songs you know and uh it's 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 it has horrible consequences um i mean i, I mean i i'm just I, like i'm talking w- with a friend and they're just like yeah like that's what happened to me like like i i i had all of these thoughts and i kept stirring up and awakening love before it was the right time before it was pleasing to god before it was actually pleasing to me and so i started you know going through all of these these thoughts and, and and watching these shows and thinking about it and listening to these songs over and over again i think we talked about this with the love songs as well uh episode it's just like obsessively listening to love songs and then having false expectations yeah um and i think yeah i, I mean think this is so important um and i think i think really just to kind of wrap everything up like song of solomon uh like don't mess with your romantic feelings until it pleases you not not in like a like a sin is fun for a season kind of pleasure but like a delight in the lord and he will give you desires of your heart type of pleasure like like that's where it needs to be like Mm -hmm. to the point where where you're not you're not ashamed of loving this person and it's and it's not just because they're you're not sinning by it it's because they're this they're this and they're this and you're like finally I found someone that is right. top dog, <laughs> you know? So, and, and that's, that's honestly, that's, that's where I screwed up most recently is it, it was, it was, it was passable at a certain point. And, and I had all of these like romantic, uh, like expectations, I guess, 
for where they would eventually be rather than where they were. And so I stirred up an awakened love before it pleased. Like that's, that's, that's straight up hundred percent what happened. So I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's probably one of the most important parts. And, and that's, it's the only thing that we can actually back up with scripture. It's not just like wisdom that we can glean from common sense. That isn't yeah. what scripture tells us. Cause that's a lot of what it is, is people thinking that it, all these verses about marriage is what we should use as our, uh, like placeholder for dating but the, like the actual verse that distinguishes like this is for date people who are interested in dating people these are this is for single people it's don't stir up or awaken love before it pleases like that's that's it and if and if you start there you start with that mindset knowing that any type of dating relationship should eventually get to marriage but you're not stirring up or awakening love before it pleases like that's it like that's where you want to be first and foremost agreed and and one last little thing on that topic i think that if 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 it is something that you are willing to do it is something that you you think you like 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 this is something that you want to do i think the wisest thing to do would be to refrain from as much um as much of sexual stimulation that you possibly can stay away from it as much as possible before you're married not only so that you can enjoy everything without guilt but also like to to set yourself a standard where this isn't about having sex with this person this is about me knowing who they are and so like the, the standard that i want to hold myself to is i'm i'm not kissing before marriage because what what is the point it's, it's not to make them feel better about themselves. It's not to show my affection. It's really just, it's, it's a lustful desire that I think I should be able to get away with now. And so uh, like Todd Friel, I uh, was talking about this recently on, on one of his, or, or I listened to him recently on one of uh, his like little sermon snippet or not sermon snippets, like his little- Wretched radio. Yeah, wretched radio and uh, TV little snippets and he is talking about like that like that's a great standard to have like obviously don't make a law where there is none but setting that principle in solomon song of solomon 8 4 like i think that's a great standard to have so that you don't screw up because flee sexual immorality you know um so that uh, one of the camera guy the camera guy for for todd Friel, who does like different skits and stuff with them and he's like a really like great looking guy he's got like a nice beard and like you know nice flashy hair and uh he's he's married and every single time that he like he like shows up after like he's filming and every single time he like comes comes over and and is like on camera with him like he's just really cool guy and i just always i'm just like man this guy's cool and then uh todd frio's talking about how like kissing is is a, a dangerous thing before marriage and having that standard for yourself is really good and then he's like like adrian and, and adrian is like yeah like my, my wife and i decided that before we got married we we weren't going to kiss until our wedding day and we stuck true with that and todd Frio was like yeah most people think that people like him don't exist and he was <laughs> like yeah no but i did it and it was good and i don't regret it you know i think so, one thing to jump off of that though then too is the reason why that should be a standard and that should be a goal 
is because you're aiming not to have a ridiculously long dating and engagement period. Yeah. Right? right? Because obviously, if you're going to be engaged for three years, <laughs> wow, that's going to be difficult. Right? To, yeah. like, not even kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't, if you aren't, if, 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 you, if you don't decide to make pointless, pointless decisions, like having a three-year engagement period, um, then you don't have to worry about that, right? It's like, yeah. all right, we've decided we're going to get married. Sounds good. And mm-hmm. several, you know, a few months later, there you go. We're married. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously. Um, if, if you don't want them enough, like, like you should, you should want them so bad that you don't have a long engagement period. Like right. if you don't want them enough to have a short engagement period, you don't you, like, no, like, like that's a bad sign, right? Like if, if you can wait three years in an engagement period, you don't want them bad enough. <laughs> yeah. You're either, either, either you're going to, you're going to either you're going to fall or you really don't want them that much. Or like you, you don't think it through. And then in the process of that engagement period, you realize one or the other that you're not going to be able to make right. it or that you don't want them. Right. And then it's because you're like, Oh yeah, I guess this isn't difficult. <laughs> huh? Right. right. Like why? Yeah. I guess it's because I didn't, really need or want to marry them in the first place that's so 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 Bodhi Bakum okay uh he he met this woman and fell in love with her he was like okay obviously okay I'm gonna take that back because I hate the term fall in love I think it's (laughs) the stupidest thing on the planet he wanted to pursue a relationship with her and was like yeah and and developed a deep and abiding affection for her yeah there you go um, and he, he met her, he asked her to dance and she said, no. <laughs> and he was like, like, wow. Okay. And then, and then the next time he did ask her out, then, then, uh, you know, they went out and stuff like that. But he remembers like going home after first meeting her and being like, God, you better not be kidding me. <laughs> because he was like, she was things I didn't even have sense enough to ask for. Mm-hmm. like she, like like she was above and beyond like what i what my high standards were and he was like god you better not be pulling my chain <laughs> and and then yeah like i think they dated for like a year or six months or something like that and their engagement period was three months and yeah it was a short older, period of time yeah older christians were like you're stupid <laughs> like you're going too fast like like you gotta you gotta take more time into this and and he was like <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I, you don't understand. I want her. Like, like I was, and it's like that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it not like that all of the time? Because either one, you don't want her bad enough, or or two, you're okay with breaking some rules. Mm-hmm. You're okay with kind of sustaining your lustful desires until until you can actually have sex, and so you're just kind of flirting with disaster. And you're and you're really not being pure, right? I mean, I think I think I think we think of purity as just not having sex, and and purity is like way back here. It's like it's like ah, you know, any type of you know physical affection and even even like knowledge affection, like I'm sharing this this thing with you that I haven't shared with anybody else, like that's an intimate experience. 
and that should be handled very carefully. Um, and none of it should be to, especially I think physical touch, none of it should be to s- stimulate yourself. It should be any type of physical st- touch should be to show your love for the other person, show your selfless love for the other person and show your trust for them. Like that's what it should be. Is I- I'm with you. Like, like that's what, that's what physical touch should be. You know, like I'm by your side. I'm not going anywhere. You know, like that's, that's, that's what that reassuring presence is. It shouldn't be to sexually stimulate one another. Um, and so purity has to be back here. And, you know, that's important. And, and again, like couples should just talk about this. Like, like, Hey, when I held your hand, was that a problem? For you like that's okay or is it not okay because if it's not okay we shouldn't do it you know and and that's that's okay like that's fine like for me i'm not i'm not like i'm fine with it like i'm not i'm not you know i'm not lusting after you because of this i'm not thinking bad things i just but if you are you know let let's not and and treat it like that does that make sense yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right I feel like I talked a lot this time. But again, you really I, did. You had a lot of thoughts. This topic was my idea, though, and yeah. it was the reason we were talking about this because I was like, I got a lot of stuff to talk about now. <laughs> I learned a lot, but yeah. Any other cool. thoughts? I genuinely think I'm going to listen back through this episode and write down all my points and make a sermon out of this. Do it. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. I mean, I think that's a good enough place to wrap it up. Uh, since we started late, we're kind of wrapping up late, but um, yeah. One quick thing I wanted, uh, I do want to say before we we kind of uh, start wrapping up is I want to shout out Ethan Stolzfitz, Stolzfitz, however you pronounce. <laughs> you should, Ethan. You should sometimes, sometimes you should tell me how to pronounce your last name so that I don't continue to embarrass myself. Um, because he is a he's a background Patreon, and he's of the tier oh. where I give a shout out and. He didn't tell me which show to do it on, but I assume it's a Christian artist because, you know, that's the one he listens to. So, (laughs) so shout out to you, Ethan. You're great. Also, shout out to Carly and Josh for being great (laughs) patrons. And if you want to be a patron, you can find my Patreon at (laughs) patreon.com slash Caleb M. Powers. Caleb, where's my share for this? (laughs) What do you mean? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Christian Irish Patreon. Yeah, this is me. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) But yeah, right, right now, right now, I have uh, two two tracks and the short story up there that you can enjoy. Um, And uh, more. You you wrote you wrote the short story for Josh. Hmm. You finished the short story for Josh. Yeah, we released it. Oh. Yeah. What is it about? It's this no. I just released "Spend Winter in Hell" like officially as because uh, it's it's been revised several times and it's like it's in its final state now. And I had okay, it gotcha. professionally had formatted and with a cover and all that stuff. It's had you had you read it before? Ah uh, no, mm. Josh no? has okay. never read "Spend Winter in oh, Hell." There you yet. go. Cool. I hope he enjoys the dark, brutal oh, yeah. that happens. It's, it. mm-hmm. it's so dark. The entire time I was reading that, I was like, "Dang, this is so dark, but it's so good." Thanks. And then I was thinking the entire time, like, "Wow." I wish I didn't suck at writing dark things. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, genuinely, I, I, we're, we're, we're reading it on the Christian artist, and I'm like, we should have given, like, a... We should have done a content <laughs> warning, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely dark. But, the, I mean, the whole point of the story is that it's, like, don't be a bad person, right. because yeah. you'll end up having consequences in your life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know if people are going to immediately uh, recognize that, so... I mean, they basically just think evil eats itself. Is basically yes, what. Evil eats itself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically a, the moral of the story. Definitely is. But, it definitely yeah. is. Um, but a, a fun little project I'm working on right now is I'm gonna I'm gonna make a score. I'm gonna make a book book score to Spend a Winter in Hell, and it's gonna be shorter, right? Because uh, it's a short story. Uh, but I released the first track, and I'm really excited about it. I got yeah. some fun ideas. Uh, and then I'll probably before I'm gonna release it officially on Amazon with like Kindle stuff, but um, I think I'm gonna also record an audiobook. Um, and uh, and I don't know, maybe I'll decide to like put the music behind like a version of the audiobook, but I don't know if that's gonna work exactly. Uh, I think that's be that'd be too much work for me to <laughs> to have to do. Um, but I do want the album to be like a thing you could listen to while you're you're like reading the short story. So uh yeah anyway that's that's some fun other things that are going on in this little corner of the universe um we'll be back on thursday with an absolutely ridiculous game of fiasco um some of the seth leha and some of the blind macau people that i met in nashville we're gonna play a fiasco together and it is a fiasco called is a playset called bats and what you do is everyone plays batman Everyone is just a different version Everyone's, of Batman. Oh my gosh. It is going to be probably the most ridiculous thing we've ever done on this channel, and I'm very excited about it. So tune in uh, at uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday to check that out. Another thing I'm really excited about is we are coming back to Anno Domini on Friday, probably also 6 p.m. CST, and I'm really excited for that because I prepped for it. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I got some fun things going on, and so I'm just gonna watch you guys kind of go through some interesting, interesting obstacles. It'll be, it'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, that's that's everything that's happening here. Uh, you can find us uh, here, you know, on the Christian Artist. You can find more and more stuff of uh, like this on Twitter at Christ underscore Art underscore Show, at Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show, and at our website at christianartistshow.com. And one thing that I'm realizing I still need to do and really need to get around to doing is uh, updating my website and, like, actually using it again. Uh, I just have such an issue. It's so it's such like a nice website. <laughs> I really do. It's such a nice website, and I just – I don't know what it is, but I just never end up using it as much as I really should. I should, like, start a blog or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure it out. Anyway, any other last parting thoughts or comments from you guys? One month uh, and seven days until I fly to Wisconsin. Whoa! <laughs> I just put it I put it in my on my calendar, and it's there, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, also, I have when Emily Valdez is going to visit me in, in October nice. on my calendar, too. So I'm just, like, looking at all this. I'm like, yes! <laughs> so much fun. Um, also... Guys, it's how many days is this? Uh, one week, two, two weeks and five days, two weeks and five days until I have a baby of my own. <laughs> my little puppy, Tara. 
September 7th is when I get to go pick her up, and I'm so excited about it. I'm like, I thought I would like, I I didn't know that I would be this excited about getting dog, <laughs> but I'm like ecstatic. Like it's all it's almost all of I've been thinking about in the last like week. I just I just want this puppy so bad. And the person we're getting her from has just been sending us all these videos of her. And she started, like, Aww. calling her Tara so that she's used to, like, being Aww. called it. And I'm just like, I'm dying because of cuteness. It's just, uh so good. If you want to see pictures, just go to Caleb's Twitter. Yes. Yes. Oh, she's so adorable. I'll send you I'll send you some of these videos that were sent yes, to me, please. Carly. They're so cute. Please. Please. My heart is bursting right now. It just has, oh. Heart is so full. Not only do the Rodriguez's have their child, I will soon have mine. And uh it's just gonna be so good. Life is life is life is good. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's it from here. Us here at the Christian Artist. We'll be back next week with something else. That's it. Have a great week. Adios.